0: Fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire Hey
1: everybody, welcome to episode 18 of Metallicast, the Metallica podcast I am your host and fellow Metallica fan, my name is Brandon Now this is a... I'm not going to lie to you Um, When I have a guest on the show, I usually say it's a special episode, but this is far from special. This is, uh,
2: A sexy episode.
1: Ugh. <sighs> that voice you hear is...
3: Oozing with sexuality.
1: Ugh. The founder of our home site, fansnotexperts.com. He's not a fan or an expert. He's also the host of the Maiden Fan Podcast, because he's an Iron Maiden fan who does a podcast. a very original name. Mm-hmm. Um... He also hosts Hair Metal Lab. He also sure. hosts 50 billion other podcasts, including one called Geek Mentality. He's also, unfortunately, my cousin. And unfortunately, he's also on Metallicast for the third freaking time.
0: Thank
3: you, Brandon. Brandon, stop. Thank you for that amazing, you know, subpar inter, uh, introduction. Um, when I came up with the idea for experts.com and came up with the idea for the Metallicast podcast, I'm really glad that out of the <laughs> out of the dozens of people that um, I wanted to host this show, most of them turned me down. And lo and behold, here we are with you today. Um, this is really my baby. I feel like I feel like I'm at home, and uh, I want to thank right. you yeah. for letting me come mm-hmm. on here. And in truth, to be mm-hmm. completely honest with you, I've been doing a project for this will be my sixth year doing this project, and I guarantee that more people are hearing my voice right now than in all my podcasts and all my episodes. I've been doing the, po- this will be my fourth year of doing it as a podcast combined. So I'm here to get the word out. And I honestly thank you as, as hard as I was to, to actually get on the show. <laughs> as difficult as I've been. Thank you for having me.
1: Um, well, you know what? You are welcome. Now I feel a little bit bad um, about that uh introduction let me say let, let me go on record and say this what is a very I, what special if I said, episode what if
3: i said like get on all four and lick my nuts would that make you not like would that make it worse like you know feel bad again
1: I, I think it makes it sexier all
3: right i mean i'm sorry i'm not you know cool like the other friggin experts you have on here i oh,
1: no problem i nobody's expecting you to be an expert or school or anything.
3: And this is not I'm s I want to apologize. Everyone knows this when they downloaded this. This is not one of those three and a half podcast, three and a half hour podcasts to talk about four songs or a bottle of whiskey. We're not <laughs> doing that.
4: <laughs>
3: I can't do that. Those other guys you have on there are great for that. And I can't believe like they keep coming back to you. That's like it's that's weird, very right? nice of them.
1: I know. I think they feel bad for me. Like I'm you know, like a special project or something. Well, you know,
3: we all, in our own special way, yeah. feel ba- feel bad for you.
1: I mean, I can understand that.
3: Do you are you on camera with them as well when you when you do it?
1: Um, I'm usually on camera so they can see my beautiful face, and they mm-hmm. usually decide uh, that they're going to be hidden away from me. Um,
3: Smart. So you can't track yeah. them down. Very yeah. good.
1: Yeah. Ha- um, plus, the they know that, that I just take screenshots, and then I you know send them out to my twitter feed so
3: um am i oh i guess i am on camera cuz i just got a reaction <laughs> <You are on laughs> um
4: camera.
3: am i the only one who has commented on the perfect chest hair line that i thought was man made and you're telling me is natural
1: you are the only one um and it's even creepier because we're related well um, and, ever, I mean, for oh, your eyes to go there immediately, um, like you're trying to check out my tits or something.
3: Well, do you, do you remember when, like when you'd see old like Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea or all these old like scuba diving headgears where it's a giant head that goes over on the shoulders and the whole thing just like covers half the shoulders? It looks like your head could be the scuba gear scuba helmet Mm -hmm. of a full hairy beast like if you take your head off there's a hairy beast (laughs) under it but instead you know you have a skin fleshy helmet that goes down um you know below the uh neck above the nips right yeah did i break up there at all
1: no unfortunately i heard Uh, every single word
3: sorry to hear that i was hoping uh,
1: anyways this is gonna be a long podcast ladies and gentlemen but nonetheless, Mike is here. I was going to say before he interrupted me for a 15-minute talk about something I did not listen to. I um, Honestly, I I lost <laughs> what I was going to. <laughs> I was going to say this is, in fact, a very special episode. Much in the way where like a sitcom has a very special episode and one of the main characters gets AIDS. <laughs> I
3: was going to say, too, <laughs> am I the one who's going to die?
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is like the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air episode where... Will had to talk Carlton off the ledge from murdering somebody because he had a gun.
3: I don't remember that. Carlton had a gun? I remember the song.
1: <laughs> Carlton's got Carlton a, gun. a gun. Bing, <laughs> bing,
3: Um So wait a minute, that didn't happen? I did you bo- make that up?
1: No, it did happen. <laughs> I've, 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 if my memory's serving me correctly, and it's been a number of years since I've watched The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and when I say number of years, I'm pretty sure I saw this rerun last summer. <laughs> oh, get your fucking feet off the camera. Why uh, am I? Why do I? Why, be, why am I video chatting with you? Would it be rude of if all I the people to not video to chat with? It. It sh- I should not video chat with you.
3: I look like uh. I have Jeff Daniels' toenails right now from Dumb and Dumber.
1: <laughs> Jeff Daniels or Jack Daniels? What did you say?
3: Jeff Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when he got the. Uh, or was it, I know what it was, you're talking uh...
1: about, but I thought you said Jack Daniels.
3: Oh, you hear me okay?
1: I, yeah. Are you drunk right now?
3: I'm breaking up on this side. It says poor internet connection, but I'm like not even far from the friggin'. I
1: can hear you perfectly.
3: Okay, cool. I'll take it.
1: So your poor internet connection exists because you are. Poor? I don't know. I, I, I got all nothing there. Can I can hear me. Just there.
3: That's what I all can the hear people you. Down looking for.
1: Unfortunately, we can all hear you. Uh, but going back to what this episode's about, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, um, I believe Carlton had a gun, and I believe... I just remember an episode where Will was crying in a, a hospital bed and like screaming at Carlton, and then it, like it just ends, and it's a very depressing ending of what was supposed to be a family sitcom.
3: Good for you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Anyways, um, you mentioned before uh, this project that you've been doing for, what, yes. six years now? So let's finally let's after, so after eight fucking minutes, let's tell the Metallicast yes. Militia what this project is and why you are here to promote um, this six-year endeavor of yours.
3: Um, I'm here because you, you came up with a good idea and asked me, uh, (laughs) and any publicity is good. And this project, uh, is called fans, not experts movie month. I started it in 2014 where I said, you know, for a month, I'm going to watch a movie I've never seen. It's a way for me to catch up on movies, watch a movie. I've never seen one a day, write a blog post about it. And I did that for two years. And well, first of all I was gonna do it I the original idea was May movie month and then May first came around and I forgot. So okay. So then I said, Okay. Obviously there,
1: yeah. we are both podcast professionals. This runs the it. family. So
3: I did it for two years perfectly. Like the first night I almost forgot. Like I finished like eleven fifty nine. I watched Devil within the when the elevator. It was all right. Mm-hmm. I uh, vaguely remember but, that movie. It was and it was catching up on old movies. Some movies that just came out, series of movies that I'd never seen before. I said I'm going to watch all the um, Fast and the Furious movies, which are awesome and horrible all at the same time. Uh, Last year I watched, I caught up on all the Pirates movies, which are just not that good either. I could, they're all the same basically. (laughs) So 2016, I started doing podcasts. So the kind of the the tagline was 30 movies, 30 podcasts, 30 days. And I had Geek Mentality has been my Twitter handle for, that's like my second longest Twitter handle. Uh, that used to be the website it was called geekmentality.com before I turned it into fans, not experts, and found you know people. Um, really, I was like, I'm going to have all these different people that I went, And it's only Brandon. Brandon's the only other the person who, who bought in. <laughs> um, but 2016 is out of the podcast, 2017, 2018. I have never missed a day. I have wa- watched. So since podcast sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, that's ninety podcasts. Uh, and I very rarely do this podcast outside of June. I've been doing a few things for uh, Game of Thrones. Um, but for the most part, the podcast really kicks off on June first to June thirtieth, every day, a new podcast, a new movie. and then nothing nothing in depth. I, I found that writing blogs took a lot of work. yeah just picking picking up my phone yeah, and recording. Yeah, yeah. And just talking was like boom, 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 boom. Here's my initial, here's my thoughts.
1: Yeah,
3: uh, and I just went with it. You know, sometimes ten, fifteen minutes, just almost
1: more of an immediate reaction too.
3: Yeah. And last year I got, I signed up for Movie Pass. I don't know, I might do it this year. They, I can't believe they're still in business. I was
1: it's gonna like say until bucks. you text yeah. me the other day, I was like, I thought that. Failed to exist after yeah. last movie month.
3: <laughs> this. I think I almost put them out of business. You, you, it was ten bucks, and you could go see a movie a day. So I, I didn't see thirty movies in the theater, but I saw five movies in the theater that month. Which I don't think I've seen five movies in the theater like w- over the last couple of years. Yeah. So this year, um, I've got some series right, that I want to catch up on. Like, I just map out movies I hadn't seen. I haven't, I haven't caught up on all the Marvel movies. Uh, I haven't caught up on uh, the Mission Impossible movies. Those are the ones. I've seen the first one. None of the other ones. So this is kind of my way. And sometimes I have, like, my brother's like, hey, have you watched this movie? Check this one out. I watch a ton of TV during the year, but I don't watch a lot of movies. So this is my way of catching up. Basically, I'm not going to stop talking. Basically, it's a project (laughs) I do for myself. We have all
1: realized that. (laughs) For a
3: few people out there. This is why... I am the true. You want to hear me talk about Iron Maiden with the same sultry voice? <laughs> um, two podcasts a year. Yeah, that's it. So uh, that's, I, that's my pitch. Go find. You can find it on Fans Not Experts. Find us anywhere podcasts are available. Geek, Mentality. And um, thank you, Brandon. Good night, everybody, and have a, <laughs> have a-
1: <laughs> And that wraps up this Metallicast mini, which had nothing to do with Metallica next time. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, thank you for recognizing my genius in uh, bringing you on board to not only promote, but to share this idea with me. I mean, over the decades, Metallica has made some movie and TV appearances, so I thought, what better way to kick off movie month than having a little Metallica celebration where we look at some of their cameos over the years and some of the acting work they have done throughout the decades which really I think is from almost entirely the 2000s
3: <laughs> pretty much and I think the one we aren't going to talk about uh, is because it's something I haven't seen yet but I'm almost positive it's going to make it into one of these days starting next month It's dun, a fairly dun, new movie dun.
1: Yes, I'm expecting you to do a episode on... The, I hate video chatting with you so much. I hate you so much.
3: You don't, you don't like love?
1: For those you of you who what's... cannot see, because this is a podcast, um, my guest likes to do a lot of visual humor on podcasts. Um, and because he's a very mature person, he is currently he was pretending to give a blowjob to his mic and now he's ticking his finger as if it's his erect penis. Um I apologize to any woman watching at home. Um please find him any on Twitter wo- and report him. Um, what,
3: the only women who could walk possibly by is my wife and my mom and they've all seen they've seen it all. I'm
1: talking about the woman listening I said watching at home, though. The only women listening are my
3: wife and my mom. They've seen it all.
1: I said watching at home, though, because I know how podcasts work. <laughs> Stupid. Apparently, <laughs> I have movies and TV on the mind. So I made a list of about 10 clips. Of, and when I say about, I mean exactly 10 clips. Um, uh, to, that I sent to Mike and told to check out. So And I, I watched it gonna, about two hours ago. I watched them all. That's good. So they're fresh in your head. And we are going to run through this list and, you know, see what your thoughts and opinions were since you are the movie expert. Um, You are are the master movie watcher. You are the master movie watcher, much like you are the masturbator.
3: And you could catch those both on one of my podcasts. There's Geek Mentality, and then there's... Uh, it's Beat there's another Mentality. One. Bukaki Nights is my other podcast that I'm working on. Uh, Nights with a K.
1: <laughs> I hate you. Uh, I wonder how many times in this episode I will say those three words. I'm
3: like a decade older than Brandon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so mature. Um, but anyways, uh, the first clip on the list was a comedy film called "Get Him to the Greek." Have you ever seen this movie all the way through? Yes,
3: and I have no recollection of that scene.
1: <laughs> you know what is funny is that I actually own this movie on DVD um i never saw it before i owned it um i watched it one time um i think we got it for free somewhere i think when uh mrs Metallicast, uh as i call her on air uh worked at uh, her old job i think she got like a free copy and that's how we ended up with it and we watched it exactly once and this was when the dvd first came out so this was (laughs) (laughs) several years ago at this point. Um, I really do not remember anything other than uh, the people in it, Jonah Hill. um,
3: I just know that it's, you know, Jonah Hill played a different character than he did in Sarah Marshall, even though, what's his name? Russell Barron's playing the same character. I I believe it's the first movie I've ever seen on (laughs) (laughs) Blu-ray.
1: Which is so random.
3: Which is weird. Like we, I was... I, my my friend and his wife is, had a cabin up north, uh, and we went. Him and I went alone for a weekend. And come to think of it, they are divorced now. I don't know if the two are related, <laughs> but um, we went up there and we 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 watched some movies. And uh, we I think he he'd be one of those guys who would just buy a DVD instead of you know having something to rent. So I think he bought it. I don't think he knew it was a Blu-ray, so he couldn't bring it home. So he left it up there with his Blu-ray player. Yeah, it's not the brightest candle in the box, um, but it was very sharp. I mean, it came in so crystal clear. What are we talking and, about?
1: And you really need to see this movie as crystal clear as possible. I mean,
3: like I remember Jonah Hill, <laughs> Russell Brand, and P. Diddy. I have no recollection of Lars.
1: I I forgot P. Diddy was even in it till you just mentioned it. Um, but, yeah, but you always
3: you always forget about P. Diddy.
1: Well, that is true. (laughs) I hate you. Anyways, uh, the reason this movie is on the list is because none other than our favorite Danish drummer, Mr. Lars Ulrich, makes an appearance in this film. Um, He really stretches out here. He plays um, a Danish drummer named Lars Ulrich from the band Metallica.
3: This is the this is the one thing that Lars does that I think out of all the things you showed me, this is the one that I go, okay, this makes sense. Because he was playing a character of himself. He was playing the other man.
1: Yeah. And I think, too, this was within the first couple of years after all the Napster stuff. So Lars Ulrich was sort of public enemy number one. Um, and... When he did this role, he started poking fun of himself as like this super douche rock star, um, and as you said, playing kind of a character of himself. I cannot do this podcast with you on camera. You are currently uh, so, w- <laughs> you are uh, Solo, no,
3: so, no, Wookie.
1: You are. Currently just, I'm doing lying down. A Jabba the Hutt impression.
3: I'm Here. lying down on a couch, and gravity is
1: really working against me. I'm gonna
3: sit up. <laughs> I think. Oh my god! I just lost yeah. 20 pounds.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, he plays the other guy. Uh, Russell Brand is a rock star, famous rock star in this movie, and his ex girlfriend or wife, whoever she's supposed to be, um, is sleeping with Lars.
3: It's Rose Byrne. Yeah. yeah. Lars had coitus with Rose Byrnes' character.
5: I am want to come and see you, Jackie. I don't think you should, but I do. I really miss you, Aldis. Hey, babe. Who's on the horn? It's Mum. She's just calling out from London. Let me take care of this.
6: Oi, Aldis. It's Lars.
2: I'm ashamed that you with a drummer, Jackie. I'd always dreamed that you would marry a frontman.
4: With charisma. Razzmatazz.
2: <laughs> Rough around the edges, but stars in his eyes, you know.
4: Jackie.
6: Mom kind of sounds like a Monty Python skit.
5: Give me the
2: phone, Okay, there. okay,
6: okay.
5: Darling, I've got to go, <sighs> all right? I'll, I'll, I'll see you later.
4: Come and see you.
6: Shh, shh, don't say anything else,
4: all right? I've
5: got to go. Bye. Are you going to be okay, Aldous? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll be fine. I'll forget that the last seven years has happened. Aldous. in oh, hello, interesting, man. Babe. We should really get back to Naples. He's waiting back there for us. You want to go and sue Napster, you little Danish twat.
1: And that's really about all we can say about get up to the Greek. Um,
3: yeah, this is, and 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 this is the one we decided to lead off with.
1: <laughs> well, I feel like this is a good one to lead off with, just because they do progressively get. A little weirder as the list goes on.
3: Can we can we jump right into the next Lars one? The next one on the on the thing, <laughs> yes. which I don't remember the title of the movie. But ladies and gentlemen, this is a period piece drama with Clive Owen mm-hmm. as Ernest Hemingway yes. and um, Nicole Kidman as someone else. And they're basically that's the name of the like the, the movie. What was the movie called?
1: Hemingway and Gelhorn. It's about and the romantic like relationship the two, of Ernest Hemingway and I forget her first name. I'll say Maria, Maria Gellhorn, but I could be completely wrong with
3: that. That sounds, but when I tell you that, okay, in the last movie, it's a you know broad comedy where Lars Ulrich is playing, Ulrich, whatever the fuck, he's playing himself. Uh, this is a straight period drama you know, like, what is it, the 20s or something like that, I'm guessing? I don't know.
2: And <laughs> you're
3: watching this movie. And you're, I'm watching this trailer. And out of nowhere, I see Lars. First of all, he, he did have a line. It looked like he was talking at a movie screen or something. Then I see him in a beret. And then I think he died. I'm just <laughs> guessing. But how did this happen? Brandon, do you have any idea how this happened?
1: All I know is that Lars Ulrich is a big movie fan. Um, and I think, you know, if you've seen the some kind of monster documentary, you see his sort of art obsession with paintings and stuff. And I think he, while he still has a passion for that, he's sort of did away with, he sold a lot of his artwork over the years. And he sort of moved in more, His interest seems to have grown more into, like, film. And uh, he does a lot of... He rarely will do, like, a lot of um, Q&As before movies with, like, actors and directors. And it's something he's heavily involved in. I think this was sort of the starting uh, off point for sort of his current obsession. Um, I'm not sure exactly how it came to be. I'm assuming uh, whoever made this film is a... um, Metallica fan and sort of reached out to him for this particular part. That's my guess. Um, I don't think it's something he auditions for. Um, but this is a two and a half hour historical drama. Martha Gellhorn. I don't think I said, I'm not sure if I said Martha or Maria, but it's Martha Gellhorn. It, it, it's about her relationship with Ernest Hemingway, as you said, played by Nicole Kevin and Clive Owen. And he has a bit part. Of it. He plays a Dutch documentarian alongside robert duvall so this is quite the a-list cast and apparently when they were making this film robert duvall had no idea who the fuck lars Horik was
3: <laughs> it's outlandish i mean was mickey d busy this is outlandish brandon <laughs> do you like that poll? it's a good poll, right i out of every single one i go what actually there's one other one that was a little more even more bizarre but <laughs> i was like what if, they, <laughs> that when they're playing themselves like this was lars trying to get into acting and but he, here's the thing it's old enough that you realize he did this and i don't i don't remember seeing him in anything else
1: yeah it's really a one off for him um like
3: it's not like lars is like oh wow yeah lars has got into acting and oh that's the first thing he did it's like no i think that's the last thing he did
1: yeah it's his
3: As far as I can tell. It's
1: his only role. um, It's his only live action role where he's playing an actual character. Like that's not himself. Um, Yeah. I just Googled to find out more uh, information about this. because So in a feature with USA Today, the film's director, Philip Kaufman, recalls immediately the Metallica drummer after Sean Penn brought him along for a script reading years prior to filming Hemingway and Gellhorn. So that makes sense because Lars and Sean Penn are close friends. They met at a hotel like back in the eighties. Sean Penn was staying at this, I think it was around fast times at Richmond high. He was staying at the same hotel as Metallica and they became close friends. I'm sure they did a lot of drugs together back in the day. And, uh, so they've, that makes sense. It says, Alric left such an impression of coffin that th- That the director ended up casting him in the made-for-TV movie. This was an HBO uh, original movie. Joint. uh, Which, for the drummer, conveniently filmed in the Bay Area. I don't have big... (laughs) I don't have big acting career aspirations, but I love dabbling in different processes, Alric said in an interview with USA Today. I wasn't chasing this, but I couldn't say no. And just by coincidence... Um... You know, Ernest Hemingway is the author of the classic novel, For Whom the Bell Tolls.
3: Oh, he's, um, kill them all.
1: <laughs> oh. You can't guess after I say the answer, you fucking moron. Ugh.
3: Oh, for me, it's not, I said it at the exact same time. <laughs> Maybe that's the timing's off.
1: Well, you know, we are professional, so we are good at those things. Um, but
3: my, I think you'll go back and edit all the spaces out. I think
1: my favorite part about this whole thing is his character's name of Joris Ivans.
3: <laughs> I was like, this trailer it keeps going. <laughs> I'm seeing the whole movie. It's five minutes long.
1: Which I'm googling now to see if Joris Ivans was a real person, and he was. He was a real person.
3: Idris Elba, yeah, he was in The Wire.
1: <laughs> <laughs> George Henry Antoine Jorvis Ivins, who lived from 1898 to 1989, was Ooh. a Dutch documentary filmmaker. Among the notable films he directed or, co-director, or co-directed are A Tale of the Wind, The Spanish Earth, Rain, and, you know, a bunch of other movies that... And Get Him to the Greek! <laughs> get Him to the Greek.
4: <laughs> I remember thinking the first
7: time I saw him. Who is that large, dirty man in those disgustingly soiled
3: clothes? Oh my God, that's Ernest Hemingway.
7: (laughs) What's your name, elegance? Marcia Gellhorn.
2: So what do you do? Oh,
5: lately I've been seeing the world.
2: How is the world? It's
5: surprising occasionally.
2: Come on, Papa,
7: Pauline's gonna be mad.
3: Who's Pauline? My husband likes to say kill enough animals and
7: you probably won't kill yourself. I can see he's not taking any chances. People from all over the world are heading into Spain. We need to tell the truth of what is happening in
5: Spain. I think that anyone that can go, should go. I'm on the same floor. Look at that. Our legs begin at our shoulders with me. Come, come. Hey, okay, back off, General Caviar. Okay,
4: enough, Hemingway.
5: I get it. There's a war
7: going on. Don't trust anyone.
5: So how do I know if I can even trust you now?
0: This is madness. What are you doing?
2: Best way to find out if you can trust somebody is to trust them.
7: It was a crazy war. Hemingway. <laughs> you could take a streetcar to the front. So how'd you learn to have fun in hell?
5: Family vacations.
7: The important thing for a writer is to tell a good story.
5: I want to write the way you take pictures. I can't write. The only thing that really interests me is people and their daily lives. Who's going to be interested in that, really?
7: Get in a ring, Delhorn. Start throwing some punches for what you believe in. The disaster swung like a compass needle aimlessly all over the city. let me tell you something else about writers the best ones are all liars
4: <laughs> what do you think isn't
7: it perfect don't you know adultery is a sin you think this a
6: cares about you what do you want what do you want you
7: got a divorce i did it for us you inspire the hell
6: out
7: of me. We went through two bottles of scotch, wine, absence, and yet
5: you can get up at the crack of dawn and write.
2: Writing's like mass. God gets mad if you don't show up.
5: Congress has made me an
2: offer. China?
5: Someone has to go. Someone has to write about this.
2: You mean someone has to leave. Mrs.
7: Hemingway, do you believe war is men's business? Women get bombed the same as men. Communism is a disease of the heart. The Japanese are a disease of the skin. The people are starving. We know what is best for our own people. We were good in war. And when there was no war, we made our own. Made quit. The battlefield neither of us could survive was domestic life.
5: There's gonna be an Allied invasion. I need to be. Oh, there.
2: that's right. Run off whenever there's a cause.
7: I'm gonna be the correspondent for Colliers. You took
2: my
5: job at Colliers. Doggy dog out there. Are you trying to make it impossible for me to love you? Don't I stowed away on a ship. People will be writing about this
7: site for a hundred years, and whoever saw it will never forget it.
2: Mrs. Ernest Hemingway?
5: I heard you had an accident. Scratch.
2: Unless you came to gloat, why did you come? Guess I just came by
5: for a divorce.
2: My dearest morning.
5: One thing you must know.
1: So, yeah, this is sort of definitely an oddball entry, um, but
3: it was a weird, unique entry, but it wasn't the one that made me most uncomfortable
1: <laughs> or the one that I thought was the most awkward. So should we? All right. Let's skip ahead to what you're referring to. We can skip around here on the list. We do not need to go in the order. Uh, I
3: honestly. I don't for some reason this one just was like, What the <laughs> hell's going on? It was it was billions.
1: <laughs> Which I know is a popular Double. show. I've never seen an episode. I,
3: I know. I've never seen it. I was watching it. I'm, the way they're talking about it, does it take place in Canada? I have no idea.
4: <laughs>
3: like they were they, they were going to Canada. It was the guy from Homeland and the guy from uh, from Breaking Bad, and the one of them's going, the other one's not. Then you get there and it's the guy, the guy from Three O'Clock High or Young Guns, if depending on which one. It, I only didn't recognize him because his hair was so short. And for a second I thought it was Colin Hayes from Men at Work. And they 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 they're going. What is it, the Montreal Forum yeah, the or something? Quebec
1: or, Quebec or something.
3: So Metallica obviously is having a concert there, and they someone likes billions that said, "Sure, come film <laughs> with us." And backstage, like they're no, they're there before the yeah. band is even setting up, like the opening act was setting up, and they're drinking some stuff from craft services, and then it shows uh, the guy Damien, something the star of the show, kind of thinking and reminiscing, and I thought he was having a fantasy. Or he was dreaming, or he was thinking of the past. But it's he's in the same outfit that he had on <laughs> while he was thinking. <laughs> it cuts over, and he's he's back in rehearsals with James, and he's talking to him about like I don't know his process. Yeah. James is like, that's why I sing, and <laughs> I, sing, or I, sing or I play, that's not play." And then all metallic is there, and of course, you know they they can't play without tuning down, so they had to tune a step down. I apologize. Low apologize, blow from okay. an Iron Man It was fans. It was, even the rehearsal was awkward, like like they're singing and Kirk singing. I was like, this is this is what is going on? This well, is too the, much.
1: So before you know, if in case there are actual Metallica fans listening to this podcast still. <laughs> um the the shot is them, you know, the what's what is the actor's name the from Homeland? I forget his name.
3: I wanna say Damien. Something with an it. L, I right? I don't know how that's how you, that's, that's, we always,
1: what is it? Something with an L, right? We obviously were very prepared for Damian Lewis. I, I just yeah, Damian, Lewis. I call him Brody,
3: he's still Brody. Uh, yeah.
1: so Damian Lewis is in an with like a crew of guys that I'm assuming he works with. Uh, I'm trying to make sense of this, having never seen an episode and taking this clip out of context. Um, I'm assuming he works with them. He brings them to the show, uh, the Metallica show in Quebec. It's kind of an empty arena because they're there pre-show. Everybody's like, you know, getting waters, beers, food. And then Damien Lewis is backstage in the tuning room where Metallica always warms up. And they are rehearsing Harvester of Sorrow. And then it breaks into uh, the concert footage of them performing Heart of Sorrow that night. Yeah. And,
3: and they were like yeah. cheering and that was it.
1: And the only kind of background information I got about this was uh, Brian Koppelman is the co-creator of Billions. And apparently he was at one point that Metallica's A&R rep at Elektra Records. So I'm not sure if this show is based on, like, his experiences. Because I have no clue what Billions is about. Um, or about if this billions, just is just...
3: Billions. Billions of tiny people.
1: <laughs> or if he just used his connection to Metallica to, you know, get them to make this cameo. But it says, from what I have yeah. saw, and I'm getting this, uh, a lot of this information from an article on billboard.com. Um, it says he and Andrew Ross Sorkin, uh, not to be confused with Aaron Sorkin, uh, wrote the episode with Metallica in mind. Metallica's
3: playing one North American gig this year. Tonight, Quebec, we going? You're half right. You got the con, brother. And like I always say, don't fuck it up. I know.
5: <sighs> Look at this, man. Oh, yeah. Oh shit. Whoa. Fans are really
6: sad. excited you're getting to see this oh man. that's the opening act setting up right now and then metallica will check oh okay you guys can help yourself to anything here while you wait
5: great yeah. thank, thank you thank
0: you thank you, there. Thank you.
4: Already, there.
5: already there oh yeah hey axe are you all right yeah 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 you know Yeah, you know, it's just bullshit.
3: you know i came out
5: here to unplug but i can't you know, you know, really unplug it.
3: Do you mind me you mind me saying this? I just thought I'd get to a point where uh, you know, I really fly,
0: you know, just feel free, let go of all that earthbound shit and just, you know, fly I hear feel you. free, you know? Yeah, you should, man. You should. How do you
2: do it, man? Mm, I play, man. I play.
1: And just as a side note, this was a, uh, a big episode of Billions because it aired on uh, Super Bowl Sunday. And it was the year that Metallica, that everybody wanted Metallica to perform at the Super Bowl because it was in San Francisco.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So, but they had performed the night before concert the night before the Super Bowl.
3: And who doesn't think to put on a Showtime after the Super Bowl? Exactly, or
1: during the Super Bowl. (laughs) I assume the Patriots won that Super Bowl. Yeah, I forget what the year was, but it's a safe assumption that it was one of of the six rinks.
3: Wasn't that the Justin Timberlake year or something, maybe? Oh, no, they didn't win that year. Never mind. The Lady Gaga year? No, I don't know. Ah, But I digress. Yeah, that was... I was just like... Oh, cool! They're going to see Metallica. That's cool. And then they're playing, and then they're having this weird philosophical talk. I'm like, what the fuck is? What am I doing? I'm assuming What's going if on? you're a
1: Billions fan, this it, is, you know, it makes sense in context. If you watch Billions, please let me know Maybe. if it does. <laughs> um, but carrying on to the list, I, I know you had another one that was a favorite of yours.
3: A favorite, like actually, I really enjoyed
1: no, <laughs> that. You were very confused by. <laughs>
3: was it was it the dragons like after watching billions i don't even think the dragons didn't even bother me anymore but when i first watched it i'm like how did this happen like this is an animated show from like the early 2000s and i remember it being a show on the disney channel and just randomly they 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 going into a cave and they're afraid of these two three scary dragons. Uh there's a female scary dragon and then there's two male scary dragons that are just James Headfield and Lars yeah. Ulrich. The
1: sh- the show what? being Dave the Barbarian um only lasted for a season despite this uh cameo. it only lasted four <laughs> episodes. Uh but yeah, Headfield and Ulrich appear as like two punk rock dragons wearing, like, you know, leather jackets yeah. and they have piercings.
3: Um, oh, it didn't last... If it lasted longer, I know they planned on bringing in Corey Taylor as another <laughs> dragon, because everyone loves him.
1: Well, here's what you need to know about the appearance. They play two dragons, and they give Faffy, F-A-F-F-Y, a pet dragon that breeds lightning, pointers on what he needs to be, a fierce, bloodthirsty creature. Yeah!
3: He definitely his voice up a little because his voice is a little <laughs> high. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so this was the first voiceover work uh, that James and Lars did. Uh, James has actually done a lot of voice worker, voiceover work over the years. And
3: yeah, really, really, there's nothing more metal than hearing <laughs> your your um, hero on a on a Disney cartoon doing a uh,
1: listen. The, the a dragon. First of all, it's a punk rock dragon. Yes. Second of all, yes. from what I saw doing research about this show in an article on BuzzFeed, this was a very um, good show that had some adult-oriented humor, okay?
3: Did you know that Steve Harris from Iron Maiden played a clam in The Little Mermaid?
4: <laughs> what? <laughs>
3: It was a little clam named Harry. He was, like, oh. he was like, all right. It's very good. Oh, it's a Little Mermaid. A
1: little
3: Mermaid. Cool. She, she got a fin down here, but she goes up above the water. She got legs. That's my Steve Harris, ladies and gentlemen.
1: The thing is, is that I think that's probably true. <laughs> Cave of
6: Peril. Here there be drag games. Great, My two least favorite things. Flesh-rending monsters and bad spelling. Dave! If we don't get that star of night singing, we're going to be living in new improved extra-crispy Udragan! But there's dragons in there! Big deal! Faffy's a dragon and he's not scary. That's it! We can send Faffy in to talk to the dragons. You know, like, tell them not to eat us and stuff? What do you say, Fathoms? <laughs>
2: That's the spirit! But will Faffy be able to communicate with the terrible dragons? And most importantly Uh... to Faffy... Will they like him? What will they be like? Will they be his friends? Will they poke him and call him Jasper? All this runs through Faffy's mind! Or it could if his brain weren't the size of a blueberry! Uh... What's this supposed to be? Yeah. Supposed to be...
7: Hey, I think it's a dragon. Ain't it cute?
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, Shrimpo, you're gonna tell us how come you're here, or we're gonna find out just how far you can stretch. Yeah, far you can stretch. <laughs> so, there's some humans out there, and you're... their pet? You can't be no pet man. No, you can't. You're a dragon. You're a fierce, bloodthirsty beast. You breathe fire. Okay, so you breathe lightning. We ain't prejudiced. Point is, a dragon don't work for the man, dig? But nothing. You want to be a real dragon, right? You want to be cool, right?
1: Then here's what you got to do. But the voiceover work has continued throughout the years. I mean,. Uh, in animated form or non-animated form i there's a couple things i did not put on this list um james hatfield's appeared in a documentary called absent and it basically is different short stories about uh people who've had absent fathers in lives and how that has affected their lives and careers and choices and whatever and so they have like uh, I saw it way back then, I really don't remember that I know they had like a professional boxer on there And uh, people from different walks of life And the last part they showcase is James Hetfield And he talks about, um, you know, how it affected his lyrics And songwriting and whatnot But I bring oh, it yeah. up because he, the director of that movie Did a, another movie about uh, pornography addiction Which you can definitely relate to was you it. were in it, and James does the narration for the, for the movie. I got I to Google real quick what the name of the movie is because it's escaping me. What was
3: it called? Come as you are. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
3: I was going to say your dad was in that father's movie. He was one of those few fathers who regretted not leaving. Aww. Oh. Oh. It... No, he, he's with you. That means he 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 didn't like... I'm only half, with listening, to I'm he, only don't half listening to you. I'm only half listening to you.
1: Um... Oh, so this... How I look, so, I'm lying down. So this movie title I could pump, not think pump. of... <laughs> what are you doing? That's my belly. <laughs> this is the worst. <laughs> Listen, if you did not know this episode was going to go off the rails 30 seconds after it started, <laughs> this is your fault for still listening. Um...
3: At Mentality on Twitter, <laughs> at Geek Mentality on Instagram. Uh,
1: this is uh, so that movie title I cannot think of, the one about being addicted to porn. It's called Addicted to Porn. Yep. <laughs> oh. Absent, oh. addicted to porn. Apparently, this, this director likes really subtle titles. <laughs> so he did narrate for that. He also got a lot it's of like, flack. Do you remember he did a. It's
3: like Ken Burns. Ken Burns' baseball is about baseball. <laughs> and his, his Vietnam War was about
1: softball. Uh,
3: it was weird. That was a weird he, one.
1: he also did narration for a uh, hunting show on uh, the History Channel, which he got a lot of flack for because he is a hunter and did narration for that. And people. Oh,
3: it's called Shooting Animals. The called, of the show? Uh, <laughs>
1: yeah, I forget. But we'll go with Shooting Animals. The point being, he's done a lot of voiceover work over the years. And Dave the Barbarian actually, was the starting point for it all. <laughs>
3: well, my favorite thing on the list, something I actually enjoyed, was also James doing a cartoon voice.
1: Right, which in uh, a show that I've only heard of and never actually watched, American Dad.
3: Like, it's still on the air. I think it's on TBS. Yeah, I think now. it
1: went from Fox to TBS. I still see it advertised um, when I watch clips from Conan O'Brien, which is on tbs <laughs> right. Um
3: like I don't think I've ever seen I maybe I watched the first episode. I don't know if I have. I it seems it must be funny something. I don't know. But what I watched was funny. Yeah,
1: it would from what I've seen, it's basically the same thing as Family Guy, just slightly altered.
3: Right. Did we say what it is yet? American you yeah. It is? yeah,
1: I said it. If you were paying attention and listening oh. like a professional, you would know.
3: Well it's over your eyes right now, it says, poor internet connection.
1: Well, oh, That was my... And
3: then below it, it says, poor, poor personal hygiene.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm glad you can make yourself laugh. Because you're not making anybody else laugh. Uh,
3: it's the only thing that keeps me going, Brandon. <laughs>
1: uh, um, anyways... Where was I? Um American Day. This was a from you know it's crazy. This is from an episode in season thirteen. That's yeah. crazy. Uh but James Heffields plays a water polo coach named James Heffields. Um and he denies that he is a uh, the lead singer, Metallica, even though he just talks about playing... He has all of his guitars and, like, keeps talking about, like, writing songs <laughs> and... Uh...
3: <laughs> even though, I ha- yeah, I have his name and his, his first name and last name and his guitars.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then...
3: And then... Bizarre, like water polo with a fish in some guy's pants, and I assumed that they played master puppets because the fish was basically playing the guy like a puppet. And It was
1: yeah, well,
3: very strange. But then the second clip made sense of the first clip. But still, he was
1: well. He I was found great. two kind of montage clips: one that used master puppets, and one that used um, "All Nightmare Long" from Death Magnetic. So yes. it must. This must have aired like shortly after Death Magnetic came out i'm assuming and this was like sort of a promotional thing for it but i mean james Hanfield had a pretty Dude, that was, was a pretty big uh focal point of this particular episode of scene
3: yeah it was it, it was the the thing that because there was another animated thing they did that i've seen before but this was the one thing that i never knew existed and i thought was pretty well done
0: Good afternoon, men, and welcome to Water Polo Tryouts. I'm the new coach, James Hetfield. I know what you're thinking. Whoa, the James Hetfield from Metallica? The answer is no way, even though I look and sound like him and have all his guitars. The point is, if I had to deal with the kind of pressure that guy's under, I'd probably crack and end up as a high school water polo coach. So it's a good thing that I'm just this very different James Hetfield. you smith is steve all right i don't think so
5: he's losing his mother's love
7: look at you quivering like the italian army It's because your legs are as weak as the italian air force which is why you've taken fewer shots than the italian navy i'm not just going to float here and let you compare me to the entire italian armed forces what are you going to do about it python i'm going to use all my strength to be the pool shark i know i can
4: be
5: Oh, just missed!
7: And I used all my strength. Oh, God! Am I drowning? I am drowning! My life is flashing before my eyes!
6: Come to Mama! What? No! Have fun tonight, honey! Give him everything he wants, you bet. Mm
4: -hmm. No,
7: those are my boobs. Stop ignoring me. you okay? <coughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm better than okay. It took me being underwater to finally see things clearly.
0: That's a great lyric. I got my confidence back. I quit.
7: I have a confession to make. I didn't become a great water polo player all by myself. In fact, the guy that made me great is here today. Dude, what are you doing? You see, sometimes one member of the team gets the spotlight. Even though he couldn't have done it without another member. An important member. I'm talking about the little guy in my swimsuit. And I think it's time for everybody to meet him! <gasps> Ooh. Ooh. Woop! It was a good run. Stop! You'll lose everything! This guy doesn't get the attention he deserves. Maybe because he's so small. Prove it! Excuse me. Sorry. Just making my way out. I know how this ends. He gets a little shy. Maybe if I stroke him a bit, he'll pop his head out. That's so gross. I'm so cold. Are you a varsity athlete?
0: No, my dad owns a jacket company.
7: Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay, everybody, I see how this looks. I'm not a weirdo. I just have a fish in my shorts. He's been helping me get a jacket. Seemed like a good way to get to second base. Thinking about switching schools.
1: And I'm assuming the other thing you're referring to is this little known um, animated show. They've been around for only like, I think like Dave the Barbarian only aired for a season. Um, Some show called The Simpsons.
3: Like what year were you born?
1: I was born in
3: 1985. Oh, my God. Yuck. You're older than I thought. So, I mean, when you think about it, it's almost as long as you can remember yeah. The Simpsons have been on the... Air. I
1: remember watching the first episode of The Simpsons, the Christmas episode, when I was... Yep. I was... I'm going to guess I was in first grade. We were still living in uh, Methuen. And I remember yeah. watching that episode. And then... I remember watching... I, them on I mean, Tracy I Ullman. literally grew up with this show literally from yeah. like and kindergarten just, or first grade on
3: i'm still watching it
1: i have not seen it in years
3: it's on hulu and i watch it ev- almost every every well i've seen every episode i watch my it hulu. is a
1: show though that i be- because it <laughs> is on hulu i've been uh contemplating diving back yeah. in and like rewatching some of the classic episodes and Checking out some of the newer ones and see if...
3: uh, Some are better than others, but there's still... Even in the new ones, there's still something that I... uh, Usually something that I enjoy, I can find. Has it
1: changed over the years?
3: I just think it's... It just keeps going, almost like... Nothing stands out like a crazy episode. A couple things here and there, but it's it's almost just like... They have... I don't want to say going through the motion, but they have a formula... They, then they go with it, and it, it works, and but it, it, I don't think it's really changed as much as it's. I mean, how many things can you do for thirty years? Right. You know,
1: this and SNL. SNL. <laughs>
3: that's, oh, that's I mean that's that's completely yeah. different.
1: Um, but this was the season premiere of The Simpsons' eighteenth season which is crazy because season 18 was back in 2006 over 10 years ago already which That's is crazy. completely insane um
3: and and it featured one of my favorite Simpsons characters ever Hans Hans Moleman yes
1: who used to sleep with Lars's grandmother <laughs> <laughs> that was
3: fantastic so the <laughs> he literally like I'm like, do they, do they read the script? Or like, do they know what's going to happen? I used to sleep with Lars' grandmother.
1: So they got all of them, uh, James, Lars, Kirk, and Robert, to do the voices. Uh, I mean, the Simpsons are notorious yeah. for having celebrities on. And they've had so many bands on through the years, from Paul McCartney to the Rolling Stones to Red Hot Chili Peppers and kind of everybody in between. Um, and finally... Two thousand six, they after you know thirty plus years of being a band, they made it onto The Simpsons. With they, uh,
3: I thought at first it was like Reload era, and then I was like, Wait, but that's yeah. Robert.
1: So this was uh, this was right smack dab in between Saint Anger and Death Magnetic. Death Magnetic was not even out yet, which is kind of crazy. Um, and of course, they had me. to interact with Otto, the metalhead bus driver. And uh, the band's bus breaks down. Is I on drugs? <laughs> yes,
3: <you are. laughs>
1: the band's bus breaks down. Otto, of course, uh offers to give them a ride because he loves Metallica, but your man, Hans Wollman, uh gives them a ride a sip because he used to sleep with Lars's grandmother, and bassist Robert Trujillo, <laughs> our favorite bass player. Right? He's your favorite bass player more Doesn't than Steve so-
3: Harris. Um he is in, he's in my top I, I was gonna say top two I, I mean, I can't Nah, I don't even know if he's, he's up there
1: He, uh, tells Otto to never Listen to their goddamn Music again
5: the Radio, that'll drown him out Do oh, disco Easy listening Country western World music Urban smooth of fusion wow.
0: Metallica <laughs> am I on drugs yes you are but that really is Metallica now if you'll excuse me
2: I'm late for a gumdrop parade on fufu Island <laughs>
0: oh. What's up, Metallica? Need a lift? We don't take rides from strangers. I'm no stranger, remember this? Metallica rules!
5: Oh,
6: yeah. Springfield Arena 97. Row XX, seat 64. I was about to
5: quit the band when I saw your lighter. You saved me that night. So what are you waiting
6: for? Hop in?
0: Hop in what?
6: Look at me. I'm Otto. I'm 100 years old and I drive a school bus. (laughs)
5: Maybe me and Metallica can go splitsies on a cab.
6: Hey, loser. We got a ride from a real fan. I used to sleep with Lars's grandmother. Never listen
0: to our music again.
6: Bye-bye. Take care. Watch your step. Eat my shorts. Have a good one.
3: this machinery making
1: modern music can be a fan And
2: that will wrap up
1: RushCast. Geek mentality. (laughs) Uh, We have, just to wrap up, um, I think, you know...
3: Podcast Pickle. Is that still a thing? What the
1: hell is Podcast Pickle? It was
3: a thing. It might still be a thing. Like a podcast service Sounds hosting, I think you're pretty successful. On it. <laughs> I, but I think you really, I think you metallic Guys is really on it. I think it just. I mean, I love Podcast Pickle.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Sweet Pickles is great.
1: Uh, and
3: as anyone remember, Sweet Pickles, the book, and the bus, and the Sweet Pickles bus.
1: Anyways. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just to wrap up uh, the voiceover work of uh, one James Atfield Uh, he also made an appearance as a character named Wolfgang in the Netflix anime series Skylanders Academy uh, which I know of because my nephew loves the Skylanders video game and I got to tell him hey you know the singer of the band t-shirt I'm always wearing he does the voice of Wolfgang and my nephew knew exactly who he was talking about. <laughs> what I was talking about. My
3: goodness. So Um So he's is that character in the video games?
1: Yeah, he must be, I'm assuming. My nephew knew who he was.
3: Good, good research.
1: Um I mean I try not to read too much about Skylanders Academy. I'm more of a uh, Fortnite guy you don't myself, you know. <laughs>
3: It's far from the most unusual musical instrument, sir. There's the theremin, the glass harmonica, I've dabbled with the dulcimer from time to time.
0: Dabble with this, Ah. glasshanks! Now listen up, you two. I'm the star of the show, understand? When I get up there on that stage and start jamming, I'll be able to turn everyone in the audience into a zombie army to be ruled by the Golden Queen. Your job is to make sure nobody gets in my way.
7: So you want us to be your
0: roadies? Bingo! And if my set goes off without a hitch, Maybe, just maybe, Golden Queen will let you join the Doom Raiders. What? (laughs) You? A member of the Doom Raiders? Yeah, right, man. Sometimes I slay myself. Now, come on!
7: It's time to put on our disguises, man bun.
0: (laughs) Uh, I'll pass. (laughs) But.
7: How will you get past the Skylanders?
0: My bone harp. It's all I need to handle those fools.
5: Hmm?
0: (laughs) Wolfgang, you're a wanted criminal. Also, no ticket, no entry. Easy, man. It's cool. I got my ticket right here.
5: Yes, that is the ticket. Have a good time, sir, and remember to hydrate. and trust
7: me, you have nothing to be self-conscious about. <laughs> so, is this one of those speed dating deals? Because I'm totally okay waiting my turn. What, did you think I was asking you out? <laughs> if I wanted to date a bowling ball, I'd join a league. Ooh, <laughs> burn. I asked you to come here so you could see what a real man looks like.
0: A man with glorious hair. I know she's just using me for my fur, but I really dig the food here.
7: It's just so thick. I could get lost in there. Who's a good boy? Oh, wait, Uh, take a picture before you go. Okay, hold on.
4: Perfect.
0: Well, I really think you like the ballad I wrote you. The bridge is totally inspired.
7: Oh, honestly, Wolfgang, your music interests me a lot less than your fur. Well, maybe it's time to forget about that hair guitar and get ready for a symphony of
0: coiffure. Hey, you can't just come here and parade your new hairstyle around and expect to
1: get anywhere with my
0: girlfriend. (gasps) Oh,
1: Oh, unless you can. (laughs) But I think uh, we have only a few left, and I think these are my favorite of all of them. And we had mentioned Robert Trujillo. Yes. Um, these are extremely interesting ones. Um, Amazing. Robert Trujillo, if you look at his IMDb page, has a few listings from when he was a child. So I, I got to get the full story. I, I, I'm guessing, you know, growing up in L.A., I'm not sure it was just like a thing you do if you grow up in L.A. or if it was something he was interested right, in just or... Uh, whatever, but he has a few uh, small, very small roles in uh, various things. Um, I think uh, he played a uh, boy number one. <laughs> Do you want to talk about this one?
3: Yes, boy number one is the first victim <laughs> that Brandon was I, accused I, of. I hate oh you. wait, I'm sorry. What are we talking? I about? I set you up for that. I um, hate you so much. So. When you make, so I, I I I went to film school for a year <laughs> before I switched majors, but one of the if you don't have character names, you give them generic names: boy number one, boy number two, so you know where you have to be. You're still in the script, uh, and apparently Robert Trujillo was given one of these roles in a Gary Coleman <laughs> joint. What was what was it
1: called? Scouts Honor. Scouts Honor, yeah.
3: Now. There's a couple Gary Coleman movies I remember as a kid. There was one where he lived inside a locker, uh, inside like a bus terminal, and then he got adopted. And then this one I kind of remember, but what I I remember the 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 VHS cover of him, you know, cute little kid with this boy scout with a big smile on his face. I remember that completely as a kid. I I must have seen this movie. I was four when it came out. But you sent me a scene. That I realized I had. I think you just looked up yeah. the movie because I don't. I, I was looking for him, I, I couldn't see anyone that was definitively. It was, him. The, it was, was probably the only
1: there. clip I could find from the movie available online. Um, and basically, there's a it's at a school, so there's tons of kids around. He yep. could have easily been in that crowd, I have no clue.
3: But like this is nineteen eighty and I, he was like
1: he was already a teenager by then,
5: um
1: uh, right No, he was probably yeah. younger, I feel like when he played well, cause it was, well he I guess he was pretty young when he started just, playing in suicidal tendencies, so yeah, he might he was probably a young teenager or right before his teenage years,
3: stop drooling. <laughs>
1: I hate you
3: so much. No, um, because like, wasn't it? <laughs> I think I'm just going to call up, this episode it, "I Hate in, You." <laughs> <laughs> was it born in 196? Was he born in 64? I'm looking it up right now. Was 67?
1: I like that we're trying to get something we can easily Google.
3: Right, but I looked it up. He, yeah, he was born in 1964.
1: He's 54 years old right now.
3: So, so he in 1980 he was 16 yeah. years old think about that i when he joined metallica i still think of him as the young one (laughs) in metallica but but he was just this young guy from suicidal tendencies that i knew uh he just wasn't young just he's been around forever
1: he has a youthful spirit
3: because there was that right (laughs) so he was already so he he might have been in that scene he might have not been
2: when you're a little kid in a big world life can be tough Scouts on it. Sometimes it helps to tell little white lies.
6: What does your father do? A little bit everything. Pro football, movies, dancing, surgery.
2: Surgery? He's a doctor?
6: Oh, yeah, specialist. Does feet, heads, noses, legs, knees, cookies. Yeah, can I have
2: a cookie? It would be nice to have a big brother.
6: Got any? Brothers or sisters? There's just me and my brother, Must. He'll beat up on anybody that messes with me. Wish I had a brother like that. I'll rent him to you. A dollar a week. A dollar a week? I'll join Seymour, not Sammy Davis Jr.
2: Often you try to joke your way through.
6: I'm going like a butterfly and staying like a bee.
2: I know you think. I'll join the Cubs and make lots of friends. But you need a uniform. And uniforms cost money.
6: The guys laugh at me like I'm a weirdo or something. Like I'm not a real cop Scout.
5: Can't buy it. I'll loan you the
6: money. What? You're Aquila. Cops don't borrow money from the leader of the pack.
5: Who said that?
6: I did. Well, Aquila
5: says that's nonsense.
2: And then you realize all you really needed was love. Hey, Joey, how's Scouts Honor. The story of Joey. The kid from a foster home who met the president. The kid whose bravery saved lives. The kid who will make you laugh. Five
6: hot dogs, everything on it. Hi, old man. Wow. Five French fries, five orange drinks. Uh, Can we get you some tequila?
2: A priest. And make you cry.
6: What would you think about our
2: adopting you? Me?
6: Do you like that? Like it? Like it?
2: I love it. Harry Morgan from M.A.S.H. Catherine Hellman from Soap Wilfred Hyde-White and of course the star of Different Strokes Gary Coleman in Scout's Honour. A caring, funny family movie
3: from BTC. But he, that one, um, is awesome to know about. But it was the other one, the other uh, acting thing yeah. that you said. I mean, this did. is
1: my favorite on the whole list. Um,
3: and I didn't see him in that clip, but who cares? That clip <laughs> was the greatest thing I've ever so, seen.
1: So <laughs> Robert Trujillo apparently played a child named Flippy. In an episode of Chips, and the reason why I—I mean that alone is fantastic. His character name is fantastic. The fact that he's in an episode of Chips is fantastic. But I'm not sure if this was like a coincidence or if he was already like a like a musician. Like he must have already been like it it has to be more of a coincidence that he appears in this in this specific episode just because it's about a satanic rock singer who basically is like starting a cult of Satan. Um, And he basically is a kiss knockoff. But I mean, do you want to share why this is so special?
3: It was, it's like if Manson was around during the disco era, but the and and he decided I'm gonna dress exactly like Kiss, except not exactly like them, so that I don't get sued. <laughs> I'll, I'll kind of put on the Gene Simmons makeup, but it'll be a little different. It'll be pink. And instead of being, um, instead of being Marilyn Manson, I'll be Ralph fucking Mouth from Happy Days. <laughs> yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Donnie Most, now known as Don Most, <laughs> Ralph Mouth. <Malf. laughs> from my favorite show probably of all time happy days is this satanic singer and i didn't see him outside of the makeup only in that clip but once he started moving and singing, i go yeah oh yeah that's 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 donnie most he's the most with the most (laughs) unlike you but it was like he had a car that said six 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 on it. There was fire. They had to get him out of there because people were protesting. Fans wanted to rip his clothes off. <laughs> Protesters wanted to kill him. And uh, there, you know, Ponce and uh, Ponce's partner, who I never remember, um, they they were like, "We'll get, we'll take care of him. We'll make sure he gets out safely." But he drove like a Fantastic or song. It was awesome.
1: Fantastic it was a, song. The full song. Fantastic song. Which, trust me you are about to hear in its entirety.
3: (laughs) Oh, yes. And, oh, man, we just heard it. That was so great. Play it again. Oh, that was great. One more time.
4: (laughs) Prince of Dark
3: Ooh, third well, time's this a charm. Is how
1: I fear like sex with you sounds like. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that was great. Oh, second time.
3: <laughs> that's how you fear se- women. That's how you fear sex with me sounds like. <laughs> if it was you, it, you'd be like, it'd be like this.
1: Stop <laughs> it!
4: Stop
3: it! We're cousins. Just, just one more time. Stop <laughs> it,
1: Brandon. You're gonna wake him. I up. feel like I say this to you. I'm glad that that's. I feel like I say this to you every time you're, What's I that? feel like I say this to you every time you come on the show, but you have to update, uh, Metallica's on iTunes to put explicit next to it. <laughs> I'm
3: uh, my freaking internet. What did you say? I missed that. What's
1: I said, that? I feel like I tell you this every time you've come on the show, but you have to make sure that you change it in iTunes to make Metallica's explicit. <laughs> now that we're talking about we're cousin explicit. sex, so... <laughs>
3: look if a family member can't be respectful to another family member uh in the the carnal uh, arts then I don't know what is sacred anymore
1: anyways um, you know why that's not allowed because your children will have the brain of an Encino man
3: uh (laughs) Encino <laughs> <And> Man <laughs> what a killer segue
1: that is the most awkward transition
3: <laughs> dibba dabba duba dabba hey hey hey
1: um, why would we be talking about a movie I remember Encino Man coming out and it being uh, it was being called I think by Sean Astin and Polly Shore as the next Wayne's World and
3: uh, like <laughs> I think you're right. Was I, it? Like I 92? can too. It seems like
1: I'm joking that Sean Astin and Polly Shore said that, but I literally remember the movie poster up in like the rental store, calling it the next Wayne's World.
3: Shwing, <laughs> Um
1: You know, Wayne's World has the infamous Bohemian Rhapsody scene. It has the uh, that great soundtrack of Tina Tia Carrere just seductively singing...
3: Ballroom Blitz.
1: Exactly. And Encino in the the Man the has, the has the a... Uh, Robert Hilo appearance. A very small appearance in the background. On stage. At a high school dance. As the bass player. Of Infectious Grooves. Which I...
3: Infectious Grooves are in the house. This is
1: the biggest... Acting stretch we've seen so far, I think, even more so than uh, Metallica playing themselves in Billions. Or Lars playing himself in. Now,
3: I think this is the second movie I've seen Mike Muir in. Is it Muir? Is that up here or not? You Muir. pronounce it?
1: That's how I pronounce it Muir.
3: Muir. And I was like, I, saying to myself, like, Robert Trujillo was in two bands with this yeah. guy. And I was like, <laughs> I'm like, how did he become a front man? <laughs> I'm like, I, I'm trying to, but like, you look back at the old suicidal, like, yeah. punk, and okay, that made sense. Then, like, later, like, uh, Lights, Camera, Revolution, I think, it was, like, just, it was pretty straight metal, but it was a little funk in there, too. I had to say, I love that album, but looking back now, I'm going, like, what an odd front yeah. man. But. He's still doing he's
1: it. still getting it done. I just saw, um. Suicidal tendencies open up for the misfits at the reunion show, like a year ago, in New Jersey. Yeah,
3: and they were at um, didn't they do the Metallica like the Metallica um fest? Yeah, or whatever they did it was? Uh,
1: the Orion Fest, and Robert Hilo played bass yeah. with them again, at least for a couple songs.
3: That's right. I saw them with well, yeah, I saw them uh, open for Metallica, yeah. but uh, Infectious Groove was like they it was. The two of them and I wanna say the Jane's addiction drummer.
1: You could be right, I'm not sure. But Think? don't both what? something like that. I feel so correct me if I'm wrong. Infectious grooves was happening at the same time as Suicidal at a certain point. Like it was like yes, their side It project. was like
3: a side project of funk yeah. like funk music,
1: yeah. basically. Which suicidal tendencies the had had like, already had like, kinda of rock like a funk influence. But they were more Yeah. Hardcore punk, like metal, then I infectious.
3: I'm, Cruise. I'm trying to think: Did they have a funk influence, or did Robert Robert give them that funk feel? Because probably more Robert like, gave them I had, that funk. You know, feel. like some of, the, yeah, because some of their older stuff was just straight like thrashy yeah. punk, kind of like institutionalized, which is like a ridiculous, amazing song.
4: Yeah,
3: uh, and the video is amazing, and I I think. They were. I, I want to say he was also in um, he's just in movies with a man because he was in Encino Man I, I, want, <laughs> I think he was in Repo Man I feel like the band was in Repo Man I know the music was in Repo Man definitely because they were skating around like uh, at the beginning of that that's a weird movie if you've ever seen that um, but I don't know if he was in it eh, probably
1: I've never know. seen Repo Man
3: but, but it's a weird it's early institutionalized 80s on the
1: soundtrack of Repo Man though it has like yes, a very, that's uh, it's like a very punk rock heavy album of uh, Iggy Pop, Black Flag, Circle Jerks.
3: That was a weird, friggin' movie. Great, classic, artsy weird movie. Uh, but it had nothing to do with Metallica, so I don't, I don't know why I brought it. Um,
1: up. I thought I Robert think you was should probably play. just stop talking. No, Robin was. Not you it, should man. probably just stop talking. All right. Oh.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, Twitter geek mentality, uh, <laughs> Instagram geek mentality, Facebook is Fans experts. My name is Mike. Uh, June first, uh, it kicks off the sixth annual Movie Month. And thank you so much listen, Brandon, for listen, having me. Listen, oh, listen, listen. I'm sorry. We still
1: we have one more little gem with our boy Robert Trujillo. Is
3: it my? Is it our favorite Robert Trujillo clip I ever? I think so. Killed for I Related? mean,
1: Metallica can do movies. They can do TV. They've mastered both of those art forms. But, you know, even Academy Award winning actors and actresses have to start at the bottom. Sometimes with a commercial.
3: That's right, Brandon. I guess that was a segue to me. Well, that's right, Brandon. Sometimes uh, the, an actor just wants to get work. Sometimes they're brought into commercials because their, their style power helps sell a product. But sometimes they're just a struggling actor right. trying to make ends meet and uh, are looking for work. Or a struggling musician uh, who is looking for a kilt.
1: Listen. Uh, Jennifer Aniston did Leprechaun. George Clooney did Attack of the Killer Tomatoes.
3: Leonardo DiCaprio was in a Critters movie.
1: And Growing Pains.
3: Betty White did Hardcore (laughs) Pornography.
1: (laughs) So does Steve Harris.
3: Yes. Oh, that one I own.
1: (laughs) It was called The Number of the Dick. That's all I got. That was number (laughs) 999 inches. Uh, six, uh, six, six
3: inches would have been better. I don't know. I just thought nine... Did sixes. you ever see... Um, nine is really when... Did you ever get, see... Nine is when it starts to get did, sexy.
1: What, what? Did you ever see his uh, s and spinoff, Power Slave?
3: S Isn't that um, when a band gets together with a symphony orchestra?
1: The, the dun, dun, family-friendly and Yes. For, for those of us who like to have family-friendly fun, you can see the symphony orchestra. You can watch the voice dragons.
3: Cool. The, the, the soothing light at the end of your tunnel. Oh, that That's is a great, great
1: song. Acid 2 coming soon.
3: Ooh, great. I hate I can, you so yeah, much. Th- them go, tick-tock, tick-tock, tick-tock. <laughs> anyways. Is,
1: is anyways. Anyways. <laughs> I feel, I, I've realized that the only way I could get my Uh, make this an actual episode as if I talk over you. (laughs) Rob Trujillo, um, being an A-lister, got asked to do a um, Yellow Pages commercial. Really, it gets no bigger than the Yellow Pages. The
3: local Yellow Pages. This was another one where I'm like, was he an actor? (laughs) I have no clue.
1: I was trying to figure out if Like, the whole premise of the commercial is that you're walking down the street and you get stopped um, and you get, like, asked about Yellow Pages. So, I'm thinking, like, he's already an adult man. He's already an adult man. He's already a bass player for, uh, I'm not sure what year this was, but he's a bass player for a popular band at this point, whether it was Suicidal or Ozzy or somebody. And I'm not sure what year this commercial was. It was probably suicidal, though, because he was young. And uh, so I'm like, yeah. is it just by coincidence that they stopped this man on the street and made a commercial out of it? Is it, did he get paid right. to was do that? Was really it the like man a on the street, or was it like just like made to like parents? that? Yeah, I have no clue. Either way, it's bizarre. Um, but my new life mission, He's like my new life mission, I always, you know, dreamt if I could have one of the members of Metallica on this podcast, where well, I would ask them. I'm, I'm, I do not want James. I do not want Lars. I do not want Kirk. I want to have Robert Trujillo on this podcast, only to ask him these questions about his TV appearances.
3: <laughs> Before you researched this episode, you had all these dreams of meeting these men and talking to these men. All of that has been yes. thrown to the wayside. Now
1: I just need to know about Flippy and Chips to- and the Yellow Pages commercial. <laughs>
3: Did you meet Gary Coleman? Did you re- Did you meet Ralph Melf? Did you meet Eric Estrada? Did you get to, what was that concert really like? And did a random guy holding a yellow pages and a cameraman come up to you while you were jogging and ask you, can you find something in the yellow pages? And you said, well, I, and it said, Robert Bass Player, I'm going on tour soon and I need a kilt because of course you do. That, um, that made me think Ozzy for some reason, like, cause he was old enough to be like, like, uh, not care enough to wear a kilt? I don't know. Um, but, and then the guy actually found a kilt maker in the Yellow Pages. Also, it's the Yellow Pages. So, that may it's be suicidal. Because when was he, was he with Ozzy? The internet was already a thing, you know? Yeah.
1: I mean, there's so many unanswered questions. If you, for some strange reason, have an answer to any of these questions please hit me up on social media at Metallica's Pod. Um, otherwise, I'm going to have to yeah, track down it. Robert J. Hilo and get these answers from the man himself about his most in-demand part of his entire career, his childhood acting.
2: Excuse me, are you training for some kind of an Olympic event or something well, like actually, that?
0: Actually, I'm just training for... Uh a tour that I'm doing. I'm a musician. A musician? Huh? I bet you can find everything you need for your tour right here in the Pacific Bell Smart Yellow Pages. Well, what I'm looking for is like a customized kilt. A customized a kilt? Skirt, you know, something that says like Hi, Mom. I'm and... sure it's in here. Hang on a second. It's the new fashion. Oh. You know, uh-huh. among your... Voila. You got it. Kilt makers.
2: We can probably not only find you a kilt, we can probably find you bagpipes of scoring and everything else. I want to take it with you as you uh, sure. run off from the sunset? Thanks a lot.
3: <laughs> That's like he, everything else he does for the rest of his days, to me he'll always be that little boy number one <laughs> in Scout's honor.
1: Well, I mean, I must have had a memory of uh, this because I remember seeing Ozzy Osbourne live, and people were like, "Oh yeah, that's the guy from Suicide." I was like, "I thought that was the guy from the Yellow Pages commercial." That's the guy, <laughs> and he he goes killed. <laughs> Good for him. Uh All right, Dick face. Tell everybody again where they can find you.
3: I think we nailed it. Ladies and gentlemen, I, with all sincerity, which is really disgusting for me to try to be insincere. If you go to iTunes yes. and type in "geek mentality," two words, you'll find my podcast. My Twitter is geek mentality. My Instagram is geek mentality. What I also, what I forgot to mention was, like watching the movie, recording it, uh, is and doing a podcast. That's like, that's what I planned to do. Like that was my thing. And then I think I was like two epi- two movies in on the first year I did it, and I thought, wouldn't it be funny if I took a picture of me, and put it in the movie poster somewhere? Because I like to play around with Photoshop. So like the first day or two of the first ever movie month didn't have me in it, and then I kind of stuck my head in later. So that's a that's that's something that only you guys Ooh. knew about. Um, but going forward, I've gone you know to great lengths. There's a lot of if you go on my camera, there's a lot of strange selfies of me to get my head at various <laughs> angles. Then and I'm making all these weird faces because I try to fit myself somewhere either in the scene in the movie or a movie poster. So there's 30 of those that go on as well. And that's why following me on Instagram at Geek Mentality is such an important choice in your life. If you find me there, you find me on Twitter, Geek Mentality. 30 movies, 30 podcasts, 30 days, fansnotexperts.com slash Geek Mentality. Thank you, Dickhead, Brandon. <laughs>
1: um, and... I will definitely be retweeting uh, your movie posts at Metallicast Pod on Twitter, um, at least for the first five, and then I usually forget, and then, you know, yeah. 30 is a lot, but if you follow Geek Mentality on social media, you, you do not need to worry about the RTs and the likes, because you'll have it all right there in front of you, for you to see That's right. on your hey. own.
3: Here's the funny thing. Usually I don't do the pictures until the day of two, so I'm doing it all on that day. But last year and this year, movie month is ending in the exact same way, and that's at Brandon's brother's house in the middle of nowhere, New York. So that means I, get my, I pick my movies out, I get them all done, I, I make the photos for them. I did that last year, and then I wake up early, at his house. I watch the movie, and then I go for a nice walk. I do a little podcast walk and talk. I still get it done. I don't let vacation. I don't let family. I don't get Nothing get in my way.
1: It is literally the only time he applies himself. So, kudos to you. <laughs> it really, it really is. It's the,
3: it's the one project where I have... A, stuck to. I mean, it helps that it's once a year. And July 1st, I'm like, I did it. And then I realized, oh, nobody else cares but me.
4: <laughs>
3: Guys, I finished. They're like, finished what? I'm like, what are you talking <laughs> about? I, you know, some people at work are like, they're like, what? And then, then they, they're like, oh, it's June. We're so excited. I'm like, thank you.
1: It's
3: so sad. Well, listen,
1: do fans.experts.com a favor. One, mm-hmm. go to the website. And two, Find both of our podcasts, this one, Metallicast, and Geek Mentality, on the iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Leave a positive review, five stars, leave a nice comment. You know, if, if, if you listen to this show on regular basis, you know I love nice little comments. It makes me all fuzzy, and you tell me how cute I am. And, uh, oh. I've
3: never had one of those. What's that? What? I said the only five star review I have are by guys like named Mike and Brandon. <laughs> uh,
1: for every five star review I get, I have uh, a one star review to balance it. Um, and and most of my five star well, reviews, Tom the Trink, are about my awesome production values. <laughs> <laughs> my
3: for the maiden podcast because you know it was down for many years. So- <laughs> It was, um, someone was like, it's breaking my phone, don't download it at your own risk. It still comes up. I'm like, the pot, The feed has been fixed for a, like a year or two now. But you know, it was gone for about nine years. But some people are like, do not download at your own risk. I think, I think I've think i ruined this guy's phones. So I took screenshots of it and I like, tweeted them because why not?
1: Uh, well. Oh, good time. Leave us a review. Download, subscribe, both of our podcasts. Make us happy boys. And uh, follow Geek Metallica on social media. Follow Metallica's pod at social media. As always, I'm going to end with a Metallica cover. Um, I thought it would be appropriate to end with the cover of the song, I Disappear, because this is the only song to date that Metallica has written and released specifically on a movie soundtrack. Um, the soundtrack being Mission Possible 3. Yeah. What? Have you ever seen the music video for this song?
3: I don't think so, but I probably will because that's, I, that, that is going to be a movie this month. How, how, what, wow. What a, like, Yeah, so circle. you
1: need to check out the music video because it features Tom Cruise, uh, climbing a mountain. I think it's a movie clip. Oh, and then, oh it's um, a mountain. But the, each member of Metallica acts out a scene from a movie. So, like, uh, it, Lars does like a die hard thing, Wait, and is
3: there North by Northwest with the plane?
1: Yes, so there's like a yeah, plane yeah, chasing yeah, yeah. someone, and then well, like playing okay, on the I, I think I remember that. Yeah, yeah, um, but this is a from Good a idea. compilation album that Metal Hammer released. Uh, called Decades of Destruction. This is a band I never heard of before today, uh, but they're called Stone Ghost. One word, Stone Ghost, uh, and they did a cover of "I Disappear." Till next time, ladies and gentlemen, metal up your ass, yeah, up the irons. <laughs>